On today's Smart 7, Rishi and the Bank of England don't see eye to eye, book is landed £19 million fine and lots more. It's Wednesday the 29th of March, it's World Piano Day and happy birthday Brendan Gleeson. The Smart 7, it's news but not the news. Two quite different views of the current economic and banking situation emerged on Tuesday. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak appeared as a liaison committee of senior MPs for a grilling on his economic priorities. It follows the collapse of both Credit Suisse and Silicon Valley Bank, with the group's UK arm subsequently sold to HSBC in a rescue deal. But the Prime Minister seemed optimistic that efforts to reduce debt and grow the economy were on track. We are making progress, um, but particularly with combating inflation, we cannot be complacent. It's important that we stick to the plan. Not so cheery was the Governor of the Bank of England, Andrew Bailey, who was sounding a note of caution as he appeared in front of Parliament's Treasury Committee. I don't think we are at all in the place we were in in 2007-8. Mm. We are in a period of very heightened tension and alertness, yeah. and we will go on being vigilant. Yeah. Conservative MP Andrea Ledson, meanwhile, launched an attack on bonuses, questioning bank bosses over why executives of Silicon Valley were paid staggering amounts. In what other sector, if your boss fails, do you then get a bonus? Isn't this creating moral hazard on a grand scale, which is that if I'm in financial services, there is no downside for me personally. Afghan refugees who were housed in UK hotels after fleeing the Taliban will be given at least three months' notice to leave their accommodation from the end of April. The Veterans Minister Johnny Mercer says the government will help them get into settled accommodation. Roughly 8,000 Afghans remain in hotels and around half have been living in one for over a year, which, according to the minister, may well be preventing them from integrating into society and committing to getting jobs. Bridging hotels are not and were never designed to be a permanent solution. My colleagues have indicated that this is an unacceptable and unsustainable situation. The government shares that view. I personally share that view and it needs to change. Johnny also says local councils will get £35 million to help out. Shadow Defence Secretary John Healy accused the government of giving them the cold shoulder. He's serving eviction notices on 8,000 Afghans, half of whom are children, with no guarantee they'll be offered a suitable settled place to live. The Gambling Commission said it considered suspending William Hill's licence before issuing the largest financial penalty in its history. The bookmaker's been fined £19.2 million over social responsibility and anti-money laundering breaches. One customer managed to open a new account and spend £23,000 in just 20 minutes. Chief Executive of the Gambling Commission, Andrew Rhodes, told the BBC the betting giant should have intervened. This is a sizeable penalty and this is not something that, that will be shrugged off. We will take escalating action if operators don't improve. I'm pleased to say in this case, we have seen good improvements within the company under their new management and ownership. Will Prochaska, strategy director at Gambling With Lives, says the industry is promoting really addictive products that are extremely dangerous and as serious as any drug addiction. Well, I think William Hill have behaved abhorrently, but I'm not surprised. 90% of the industry's profits come from 5% of customers who are either addicted or at risk of addiction. So this is business as usual for them. Four. 
police in Nashville have released graphic body cam footage showing a suspected attacker being shot after six people were killed at a primary school. They've been named as Audrey Hale, a 28-year-old former student who had two assault-type weapons and a handgun all purchased legally. Congressman Ted Lieu says we need to take action to prevent the violence. He also slammed the House Republicans for cancelling a gun hearing a day after the shooting. Giving everyone more AR-15s and more guns does not in fact make American society safer. Because if it did, they would have had that hearing, had the debate, had the argument, and did the markup of that bill. Coward. House Majority Leader Steve Scalise says taking guns away from law-abiding citizens before knowing the facts is not the answer. Yeah, the first thing in any kind of tragedy I do is, as I pray, I pray for the victims, pray for their families. I really get angry when I see people trying to politicize it for their own personal agenda. Still to come on the Smart 7, Wales and Scotland enjoy big Euro nights and tributes to a versatile British star. Right after this. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Welcome back. Gareth Bale said farewell to Wales supporters ahead of their Euro 2024 qualifier with Latvia in Cardiff, and his presence brought some luck for the Welsh team, who won 1-0, putting them top of their group with four points. Scotland were also playing on Tuesday night, hosting Spain, and they had a stormer, winning 2-0 and sitting pretty at the top of their group, with the maximum six points, much to the delight of the home fans. Man United's Scott McTominay was the hero of the night, scoring twice in a convincing win that makes four goals for him in two games. He says manager Steve Clark told the team to enjoy the chance to make history. He was saying this is a chance to create your own legacy as a Scotland player and these are the nights in 20, 30 years that people remember and obviously they watch back the games and say I was there or I had little children who came and watched the game and that's what, that's what the game's about. That's what all these people are about. They're so amazing every time that we come to Hamden and, and we can't thank them enough. Kiefer Sutherland's new psychological thriller Rabbit Hole sees the actor play a corporate spy who finds himself framed for murder. And it isn't a million miles away from his character in 24. This time, the 56-year-old plays John Weir, who finds himself embroiled in a deadly conspiracy and ends up on the run. And so what's the big difference between John and the action man Kiefer's most famous for playing Jack Bauer? Jack Bauer would run into a fight and John Weir tries to run away from them. Uh, And he's not very good at it. In fact, He loses most of the fights that he's in. Rabbit Hole's out now on Paramount+. Plus. I can't tell the difference between what's real and what's not. Well, you're really messing this one up, John. Entertainer, broadcaster and comedian Paul O'Grady has died aged 67. 
He became famous initially under his drag persona Lily Savage, then went on to retire the character in 2004 and appear as himself. He hosted game shows, including the reboot of Blind Date, the BAFTA-winning talk show The Paul O'Grady Show, and had a 14-year career as a Radio 2 presenter. His love of animals, particularly dogs, saw him win an RSPCA Animal Hero Award. He passed away unexpectedly but peacefully, in the words of his husband, Andre Patasio, who invited fans to celebrate his life. Here he is as Lily Savage joking about life before drag. Rest in peace, Paul. I mean, we've all done our jobs. Julian clearly started out as a professional wrestler, you know. He did. His stage name was Mick McManus. Honest to God, it was scary. <laughs> so on terrible night, he got a punch in the ring. He was never the same again. Never the same again. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.